Bestbookbits.com brings you the book summary of The Things You See Only When You Slow Down, How to Be Calm and Mindful in a Fast-Paced World by Heman Sunim. The world moves fast, but that doesn't mean we have to. In this best-selling mindfulness guide, it has sold more than 3 million copies in Korea, where it has been number one bestseller for 41 weeks and received multiple Best Book of the Year awards. Heman Sunim, which means spontaneous wisdom. A renowned Buddhist meditation teacher, born in Korea and educated in the United States, illuminates a path to inner peace and balance amid the overwhelming demands of everyday life. By offering guideposts to well-being and happiness in eight areas, including relationships, love, and spirituality, Heman Sunim emphasizes the importance of forging a deeper connection with others and being compassionate and forgiving toward ourselves. Intro to Heyman Sunim. Heyman Sunim is a Zen Buddhist teacher and writer in South Korea, where he's known as a healing mentor. He came to the United States to study film, but he found himself going down a spiritual path instead. He was educated at UC Berkeley, Harvard, and Princeton, received formal monastic training in Korea, and taught Buddhism at Hampshire College. Chapter 1, Rest. Why am I so busy? When everything around me is moving so fast, I stop and ask, is it the world that's busy, or is it my mind? To be honest, I sometimes wonder whether a Zen monk should keep to such a full schedule, but then I realize it isn't the outside world that is a whirlwind, it is only my mind. The world has never complained about how busy it is. There's a famous Buddhist saying that everyone appears as Buddhas in the eyes of the Buddha, and everyone appears as pigs in the eyes of a pig. It suggests that the world is experienced according to the state of one's mind. When your mind is joyful and compassionate, the world is too. When your mind is filled with negative thoughts, the world appears negative too. When you feel overwhelmed and busy, remember that you are not powerless. When your mind rests, the world also rests. We know the world only through the window of our mind. When our mind is noisy, the world is as well. And when our mind is peaceful, the world is too. Knowing our minds is just as important as trying to change the world. Awareness is inherently pure, like the open sky. Stress, irritation, and anger can temporarily cloud the sky, but they can never pollute it. Negative emotions come and go like clouds, but the wide open sky remains. The wise do not fight the world, in the most relaxed and playful manner, they simply embody the truth that they are one with it. What makes music beautiful is the distance between one note and another. What makes speech eloquence is the appropriate pause between words. From time to time, we should take a breath and notice the silence between sounds. The world will keep turning even without you. Chapter 2, Mindfulness as the spiritual teacher Jidu Krishnamurti said, pure attention without judgment is not only the highest form of human intelligence, but also the expression of love. If I had to summarize the entirety of most people's lives in a few words, it would be endless resistance to what is. Endless resistance to what is. As we resist, we are in a constant motion trying to adjust, and yet we still remain unhappy about what is. If I had to summarize the entirety of enlightened person's life in a few words, it would be a complete acceptance of what is. As we accept what is, our minds are relaxed and composed, 
while the world changes rapidly around us. The monk most venerated by other monks is not the one who appears most holy, preaches the best, runs the largest temple, most accurately predicts the future, has the ability to cure illness. He is the one who teaches through his own actions. He possesses no aura of self-importance and sacrifices himself first for the community. Spirituality must be practiced not just in solitude, but also among people. Open up to people around you and feel connected. This is the true challenge of spiritual practice. If you are sincere about reaching enlightenment, you can learn even from a child or from the person who insults you on the street. The entire world becomes your teacher. Even when we are awake, we are no different from a sleepwalker. We do things without the awareness of doing them. Just because our eyes are open does not mean we are awake. When an enlightened person transcends the duality of you and me, she sees life as one long play. This is why she remains humorous and light-heartened. She plays her role, but never forgets it is a performance. Life is like theatre. You are assigned a role. If you don't like the role, keep in mind that you have the power to recreate the role you want. Chapter 3. Passion A person does not live the way he says he would. He lives the way he has been living. Historically, the people who bring about change in society tend to be not the middle-aged, but the passionate youth. Their hearts are sensitive to the plight of the oppressed. Their spirits stand tall against injustice and fight for the voiceless. Hold on to that youthful heart and spirit no matter how old you are. A vow to help others can summon immense energy from within. This is why people take the Bodhisattva vows to save all sentient beings before embarking on a journey of spiritual enlightenment. Instead of maintaining the scantity of our values, shouldn't we care more about the person sitting in front of us? Isn't it better to be happy together than to be right alone? Isn't it better to be happy together than to be right alone? Chapter 4. Relationships According to the wise Confucian scholar Jin Yak Yong, 1762-1836, the best way to hide your wealth is to give it away. The best way to hide your wealth is to give it away. If you are generous with your wealth, the money that would have disappeared sooner or later becomes an everlasting jewel deeply engraved in the heart of the recipient. The whole universe is contained in an apple wedge in a lunchbox. Apple tree, sunlight, cloud, rain, earth, air, farmer's sweat are all in it. Delivery truck, gas market, money, cashier's smile are all in it. Refrigerator, knife, cutting board, mother's love are all in it. Everything in the whole universe depends on one another. Now think about what exists in you. The whole universe is in us. When you lower yourself, the world elevates you. When you elevate yourself, the world lowers you. When you arrive at the peak of enlightenment, you will understand. Your peak is the same height as your neighbors. At the peak, you see everyone's holiness. According to some psychologists, happiness can be assessed with two simple questions. First, do you find meaning in your work? Second, do you have good relationships with those around you? For spiritual practitioners, relationships are the final test. Even if you have awakened to your enlightened nature, there is still further to go in your spiritual journey if you're not living harmoniously with others. Chapter 5. Love The truth is, we are all ordinary. 
no matter how famous or beautiful one is, no matter how much money or power one has, no matter how many wonderful accomplishments one has, we all have our share of setbacks, heartbreak, and loss. We have to face challenges we have no control over. Loneliness and the fear of death will accompany us to our final days. Everyone is on the same treacherous journey of life's tainted glory. Chapter 6, Life There are many more ordinary hours in life than extraordinary ones. We wait in line at the supermarket. We spend hours commuting to work. We water our plants and feed our pets. Happiness means finding a moment of joy in those ordinary hours. When you concentrate, even a phone book can be interesting. If you were bored, maybe you were not concentrating. Where you live shapes you. Do you live in a place conductive to the pursuit of your dreams? The more you know, the more you think you don't. The more you don't know, the more you think you do. When we hold too firmly to our beliefs, we risk being blind to the reality and seeing only what conforms to our beliefs. Life is like jazz. More of it is improvised. We cannot control all the variables. We must live in it with panache and flair, regardless of what it throws at us. Keep your thoughts positive because your thoughts become words. Keep your words positive because your words become your behavior. Keep your behavior positive because your behavior becomes your habits. Keep your habits positive because your habits become your values. Keep your values positive because your values become your destiny. Mahatma Gandhi Chapter 7 The Future My dear young friend, please don't feel discouraged just because you were slightly behind. Life isn't a 100 metre race against your friends, but a lifelong marathon against yourself. Rather than focusing on getting ahead of your friends, first try to discover your unique colour. There is no such thing as being completely prepared. Life is an adventure through which we learn and mature. Of course, we must consider all our options carefully. But if we wait for 100% certainty, then it is often too late. When you are about to make an important decision, there is always a moment of hesitation right before you sign on the dotted line. Don't pull back. You have come all this way after having given it serious thought. Don't look back. Continue on your path courageously like a one-horned rhinoceros. Try these two things at the same time. Pretend you are already a champion and work diligently at becoming one. The gap between belief and reality will soon close. Your freedom is more important than money. It is better to live the kind of life you want than to earn more and be constrained. Don't sell your freedom. Never cede the power to make decisions about your life. The Buddha and Jesus exist because you exist. You are the owner of your life. Value yourself first. The great Korean Zen master, Kanon Bong, 1892-1982, once said, Those who have not realized their true self live like the blind, unintentionally scratching someone else's leg. If you would like to scratch your own leg, first awaken to your true self. Chapter 8, Spirituality I realized that truth is not the exclusive property of any one religion. It has a universal quality that allows people of different religious traditions to recognize and respect it. Some may think that life in such a community is repressed, strict, and difficult, but that is not the case. A monastic life is characterized by simple beauty and unexpected joy. Monks find happiness in things that they may seem trivial to those who pursue the material trappings of success. Watching the seasons change, the blossoming of the magnolias, 
The dazzling fall foliage, the first snowfall, brings indescribable joy and gratitude. A simple meal made with fresh ingredients from the nearby mountains is a source of great contentment because our monastic brothers are our friends, teachers, and family. We are never lonely. If Jesus, Buddha, and Confucius were all alive and gathered in the same place, would they argue over who is right, or would they respect and admire one another's teachings? Religious conflict can often be blamed not on the founders of the religion, but on their fanatical followers. He who knows only one religion knows none. Max Muller, 1823-1900 You can admire a spiritual leader, but never idolize him. Blind faith in the leader can easily reduce you to acting like a child, handing over your power and asking the leader to do things for you. Medicine can be prescribed, but it must be you who takes it. For unenlightened people, not every day is a good day, because they feel happy only when things happen the way they want them to. For enlightened people, every single day is a good day, because they feel free knowing that nothing can take away their wisdom. There is a simple way to test the veracity of Buddha's teaching. Find the most comfortable posture. Remain in that posture for 30 minutes. The most comfortable posture will soon become the most uncomfortable. Everything is impermanent, including the world's most comfortable posture. Epilogue. When you are so busy that you feel perpetually chased, when worrying thoughts circle your head, when the future seems dark and uncertain, when you are hurt by what someone else has said, slow down, even if only for a moment. Bring all your awareness into the present and take a deep breath. In the stillness of pause, the entirety of our being is quietly revealed. Wisdom is not something we have to strive to acquire. Rather, it arises naturally as we slow down and notice what is already there. And that's a wrap on this book summary, The Things You See Only When You Slow Down. Now stop right here if you want this PDF summary. Click the link below where you can download this. We're at Best Book Bits have actually put together our top 450 Best Book Bit summaries where you can download, read offline in 15 volumes, 7,500 pages, online, offline, anywhere you go. You've got it on your phone. Download it now. Click the link below. Now, if you don't know who we are, we are Best Book Bits. We've done over 800 video book summaries, so check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you never miss a summary. We've also uploaded 800 audiobook summaries on Spotify, so follow us there. And check out our website, bestbookbits.com, where you'll find over 800 written book summaries for free at your leisure to browse and see. We've also got some great products and services such as coaching, consulting, ebooks, physical books, and courses. So check them out and sponsor us and keep Best Book Bits going at bestbookbits.com forward slash products. Thanks for watching and listening. Hope you got something from this. The things you see only when you slow down. Take care. Bye-bye now.